What's up, Anchor? It's me, Lori, a.k.a. Loretta Chow, the sex reporter and co-host of the Insatiable Podcast with Smiley. And it's been a minute and I'm traveling again, but we need to talk. So it has come to my attention or not, you know, not just now, but in general, right? There's a concept that, you know, some guys are fuckboys or they're womanizers or they're players or whatever the case may be. And it's generally more accepted to say that about men than it is to call a woman a slut, which is kind of weird because we talk a lot about slut shaming on this podcast before. I'm very much against that type of shaming. I don't think that people should be criticized for how many people they sleep with and whatnot. But I think that at least a segment of the population understands that when it comes to women, you shouldn't do things like that. There are still people who slut shame women and it's generally still happening, but there's people who know that it's wrong. Whereas even people who know slut shaming is wrong, don't think about when we slut shame men. And that's what I want to talk about today. Before we launch into this conversation, though, we got to define some terminology because I did mix all those words up, player, womanizer, fuckboy, whatever. And I know fuckboy is kind of a newer term and it means different things to different people. And um, I also think that in general, these words, they imply a lot of things and then we apply them to people who they may not necessarily apply to. So, for example, if you're referring to a man who is deceitful. I mean, when you're saying somebody's a womanizer, you tend to think of a man who sleeps around, who's single and doesn't want to be tied down. Um, And there's many men like that. And that is usually assumed that this man also then is deceiving women to believe that he wants to be with them and is getting into their pants in that way, like promising more than he's willing to offer. And the reason why I want to do this episode today is that I feel... It's a lot less common than people think. I think that there are men out there, of course, who do want to be single and want to sleep around, just like there are women out there who want to be single and want to sleep around, but they're not all lying. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of like this thing when it comes to like um, our sex negative culture. Whenever we think about sex, we just think about the most negative thing possible. When we think about sex work, a lot of people automatically think about sex trafficking. They think about the darker side of like exploitation and prostitution, but they don't realize that there's a lot of prostitutes who are sex workers willingly and voluntarily, and that's their choice to do what they want with their body. But immediately, all we think about is the coercion. Um, we think about you know, the people who are getting, the little girls who are getting kidnapped and forced into sex slavery and stuff like that, as if that is the majority of the sex worker population, and it's not. Same thing when we're talking about something that's a lot, that's a much lighter subject here, which is just the general sort of state of being single, right? Men who just don't want to commit to a relationship right now. Does that mean that they're assholes who are out there just trying to play all these women and lying to them and pretending like they want to get with you and marry you just so they could sleep with you and then hit it and quit it? Like, no, no. I mean, I can't, I can count probably on one hand the number of men I've met who've been so sort of immoral about the way that they do things, who've been lying and deceiving people. Most men are just people. Most women are just people, you know? Um, and that's why I want to talk about this today. And I, you know, before I continue, I'm going to post this, uh, you know, as a sort of like growing segment in the new anchor format. And I would really love to know what you guys think, because as you can tell, I have a lot of strong feelings about this. 
So first up to talk about terminology is Dewan, who actually I had the pleasure of doing a or being a guest on Stirring the Pot with him and Momak recently. And if you guys have not listened to that, definitely do that. It was a lot of fun. We talked about dick pics and all kinds of crazy shit. Um, but without further ado, here's his message. What's up, Dewan? So you are correct. I mean, the word kind of means a lot of different things, and I think it's even spelled different ways with different meanings. Like, I'm with you on the whole age thing. I'm out of the loop. But I do increasingly hear this word sort of, like, thrown around by people when they're just talking about guys who ain't shit. You know what I mean? And women, you know, tell each other to avoid them. And there's all kinds of connotations with that. And I think you're totally right that there is emo shaming, um, which is sort of probably deserves its own episode. But in the context of like a guy who is not a guy who's worth something because he may not be a guy who is looking to, you know, take you seriously or whatever, um, it is sometimes applied. And so I titled it fuckboy. But really what I mean is all types of these terms like player, calling a guy a womanizer, calling a guy um, just basically uh, diminishing a, a man's worth because he is not looking to settle down and get married with the next woman woman he dates and i think that's bullshit because i'm sorry even if you were trying to settle down and get married does that mean that every woman you encounter has to be a woman that you treat like your future wife that's insane i mean statistically speaking we are not meant to marry every single person we date right so why is a man less of a man if he simply plays the field um and tries to meet as many people as he can until he meets someone who is worth his time so um, I, that's why I sort of take issue with it. Um, as far as the terminology, you know, it could be anything. Ten years from now, we're gonna be, we're gonna be calling them something else. But just the concept of a person engaging in casual sex, a person who is not necessarily shopping for a spouse, being less of a person than someone who is seriously shopping for a spouse. I think um, that goes both ways with men and women, and I think we need to end it. I should say, though, that there is a difference between the treatment of slut shaming when it comes to men and women, which is the reason why I tend to talk about slut shaming against women more. Um, When women are slut shamed, their sort of their value is diminished all around as the value of a person, uh, a potential partner, as a parent, even. Basically, there's nothing good um, that comes out of a woman being slut shamed, whereas in the man's case, uh, a man might be told that, you know, he's a womanizer, a player, or a fuckboy, uh, that he's not worth a woman's time, but he may still get some props from his boys for living that type of lifestyle. And so there is a double standard in that sense. But as far as a man's value, I just think it's really wrong to say that just because a man rejects you, as in a man decides that you're not the one for him, um, that he must be a man who's, you know, a bad man. Uh, a man who is deceitful, a man who doesn't, who mistreats women. I think that that's a really wrong mentality. I think it's super narcissistic also. You know, it's basically an extension of people not being able to take rejection. Um, and, you know, men lash out at women when they when they get rejected. They think the women are bitches and that they have their standards are too high or whatever excuse they come up with. And women do the same thing in the reverse, saying like, you know, basically putting a man down just because he doesn't like her. You know what I mean? Um, So this all kind of ties back in the end of the day to, 
you know, our inability to accept that not everyone is supposed to like us. I feel like that's just a common theme on this podcast. And um, yeah, I, I mean, thanks for calling in, Dewan. I really hope that some other folks also have some opinions about this and can even shed some light for those people who might be thinking wrongly that some guy's an asshole when he's really just, you know, looking for something else. Slut-shaming guys. That definitely is a possibility, but what I tend to notice more than not is emo-shaming guys uh, for that fuckboy term. What I tend to know of the fuckboy term as is one who is very thirsty or is just very dumb or something to that degree. And I, I think that's kind of what I tend to hear more from women is kind of just this um, need to downplay a guy's uh, emotional state. You know, like if they are are very uh, moody, you know, they're considered a bitch or a hoe or something like that. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really have too much experience with this fuck boy isms. Uh, so I wouldn't know. I, I sound like a really old man right now, but I thought I'd just weigh in a thing or two. And good to hear you back on the platform. Hey guys, I'm sorry that uh, it's taking so long to update this uh, episode and that there's some noise in the background and also that some of the stuff is out of order. Um, th these are the things that happen when you try to upload on Anchor while you're traveling internationally and you have bad service and you also are not yet accustomed to the new Anchor format. But anyway, we have another call-in on this topic from Reggie. Hey, Lori, allow me to agree with you that slut-shaming lacks a lot of value, but let me try to come at it from a whole different perspective. Now, imagine, if you will, I live in a city of a million-plus people, and I have sex with 415 persons in a year. That means I am having sex with a different person every day of the week, and maybe even two for Tuesdays. Now, if that's the case, that seems like a, like a giant number, but at the same time, that still means in my city I've had sex with almost nobody. Almost nobody that I, I, I could meet in the city. And in real life, that's true. You spend very little time at having sex, and you have sex with very few people uh, in the scope of the number of people you meet. Now, for me, that fact means that I had better get the most value out of my sex that I possibly can. And for slut-shaming, I don't see the point, because that's saying somebody's already small numbers need to be even smaller. So what? Do the thing. That is an interesting way to come at it, which is all just to say that numbers are fucking arbitrary. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason, like, there's no reasoning or good reasoning for people to set a threshold and say, this is a high number, this is a low number. Um, it's all, you know, like, like you say, relative to the fact that there are billions of people on this earth, everybody's numbers are small enough that, like, why does it even matter, you know? Um... But that's, I mean, that's why, like, it sort of bothers me because I was basically talking to my friend the other day about um, people accusing him of being a womanizer for whatever reason. And he was really upset about it. And I was just like, first of all, you know, um, like, what does that even mean? What's a womanizer? A person who doesn't want to marry every single person he sleeps with? Like, that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing insulting about being a single man who's living a single life. So, and I, obviously, I feel the same way for women. So, thank you for the call-in. 
And now to close this overdue episode out, I am also going to catch up on a call-in from Killjoy with a interesting question. An interesting question, I should say. What's up, Lori and Smiley? Killjoy here. I have a question running on my cast right now, which is something I don't understand, which is why is there so much male nudity showing up on TV? I'm a guy. I don't I don't get this. I don't know any women that want to see male junk on TV. So I don't know where this is coming from. Can you throw me your insights on this podcast? I need the um, the professional perspective. Thanks a lot. Killjoy out. Killjoy, what's up? I have to first apologize uh, for taking so long to respond to this. I've been um, on the road and stuff and just haven't gotten around to listening to things because I had bad data connection, whatever. But I'm getting into it now. Hopefully it's not too late and you're still checking for this and you'll hear this. But okay, interesting question. Um, First of all, I would like a list of TV shows where you're seeing all this male nudity because um contrary to what you were saying in your call-in i am a female who would love to see that especially if the guys are hot um i i actually think it's probably long overdue since female nudity uh well not probably not not on major networks obviously but you know has long been a thing in hollywood and uh it's not exactly the case with men so i'd like to see that i do know that a lot of straight guys tend to have these like issues with seeing other men naked and whatnot I don't really see what the big deal is. I'm a straight female. I don't mind seeing other women naked. I watch porn. I don't really know what, what exactly it is that bothers men about other men being nude um, in their natural state and whatever. So um, if you could actually call in and let me know what exactly it is that bothers you about it, I'd be open to it. If female nudity also like upsets you or um, not upsets you, but bothers you or is, is something that you would prefer not to see on TV and it's just nudity in general i mean i can kind of get that you know what i'm saying um you know i think some shows sometimes can go a little bit overboard because they might be for general audiences but they are like super explicit although i personally think that it's great to see a very well written uh like a very well written piece of entertainment that also has very healthy sort of uh, visualizations of sex problem is though for me is that like usually when they do have like sexy um sort of scenes um either actual sex or anything leading up to sex it often is not realistic it often is very male centric as in it focuses on male pleasure uh doesn't you know always display safe sex practices and generally just like you know doesn't really look like what it's supposed to look like that said um it's a lot more fun to watch like a really good show with like lots of sex in it and like lots of nudity in it versus watching porn that's badly written and badly acted so that's just my opinion um smiley might have something different to say so i'm gonna pose this question to him and see if maybe we can make it into a podcast or something um it seems like uh an interesting issue and i'd love to hear what other people have to say about it so thanks for the call in